Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right, we're back, and we are joined by another guest. Finally, it's been a while since we've had a guest on. Yeah, we are joined by a good friend of mine from school, Chris Martin. How are you, Chris? You all right? I'm all right, pal. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks, mate. Um, we'll let you start because you went to Bristol City. Oh, don't, do we have to? So, I'll let you talk about it. I mean, I mean, I watched it, but you'll got a better feel for the day and the actual game actually being there. So, talk us through it. Uh. Not a right lot happened to be honest. It was a bit, all of it, uh, all of it anticlimactic. Is that, is that a nice word? But no, it was just it was just one of those. Like we didn't really didn't do anything in first half. No. Looked a bit better in second. I think it's quite noticeable that once we actually have the ball, once we actually aim to go forward, we look all right. Yeah. But yeah. once we go forward, we leave ourselves open at the back, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah, it's one of them. Like when we're tight, we're tight at the back. We don't do it going forward, but. Yeah. When we're actually a bit more expansive and like Buckley and Morton and making them forward runs, we're, yeah. we're awful going back the way. So, yeah. Yeah. so like, what it reminded me a lot of it reminded me of the Gary Boyer days. Yeah, where he he'd set up where if he was setting up defensively, you know we're not conceding. Yeah. He also know it's going to be a nil nil. Yeah, <laughs> it was one of those. It's when I'm like, can I score four but concede four? Yeah, and or you could not score any and but then you'd be tired back. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, like but, comparing it to to the Boyer days, I know what you mean. I mean, it was, yeah, it was one of those. And the thing is, it's like, once, like I said, once we've gone, for, once we look for, once we were looking forward, we actually looked half decent. Like, that was our best player on the pitch in the second half. And, yeah, but that's yeah. without having to do much. You just look to go forward. He's just always in the right position, though, isn't he? Just like a class yeah. apart yeah, compared yeah, to. You can't that really teach in, that, can you? No. No, no, it's that footballing brain. I think yeah. we struggle with that sometimes because he's thinking two moves ahead. Yeah. But I don't think the squad really. Like they don't really link up with him. No, like he's. I, I like him, and you could just tell he's like he's got the biggest footballer in the entire lot. Maybe that's where like some of our attacks fall down because he's thinking two moves ahead, and ev- and everyone else in the squad isn't that quick. Yeah. Isn't as footballing. It's not just that, but even when he plays the passes, like I don't trust the lads on the end of it to get it under and do something weird. Like we saw. Um, at the Rotherham game where he's like he's slapping one into Galley and it's bouncing off him like going through to the keeper but like if you smack one into Dak's feet at pace he brings it under turns and gets a touch away but no one else has got that I don't know it's like on the half turn isn't it like, yeah. like I think Buckley's one of our better players on a half turn but everyone else it takes on like three or four touches to like get the ball under and then start moving forward I don't understand it 
Um, but yeah, Dak, Captain Leader Legend, I've put on my notes. <laughs> he does. I don't think. It, I mean, we said whenever we're giving him crap on Twitter saying he's finished and the injury, like we said, we always st- stood by him and said when he gets fit, he'll be our best oh, player. So. I I, uh, I never really doubted him. Um, I I just had that feeling that once he was properly fit, um, that you know it'd be. I'm going to say back to his best but I don't think he is back to his best yet I mean whether he will actually get back to his best remains to be seen but he is getting somewhere near to that um, and it's great to see yeah I think yeah, he's going to be very important for the second half of the season I think if we get the right players in front of him and like shore up as well behind him yeah. I think right, the playoffs is our, our salute really I know people keep saying People can't wait for us to drop out. Oh, it's it's a big claim, I think. I know, but like people are like desperate. They're almost like, I can't wait for us to go mid table so we can see how bad we are. Like, why? 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 Does yeah. It yeah. yeah. Like, obviously, I don't. I don't think we're good. I don't think the squad as a whole. I think the first eleven is good enough to get in playoffs, but I don't think we've got the squad depth to compete for the playoffs. No. But then I think people are like. Oh, I can't wait for us to drop out players to get so our hopes aren't high and I just don't yeah I think logic. people are kind of in the mindset of because they've been so inconsistent um, and just the way things have turned out so far this season people kind of want us to go on that run and for us to drop down the table so that yeah, know, team, maybe JDT's kind of like exposed and he's like held to the same kind of standing for his performances of a manager and I, just, I, I don't to me regardless of the quality of the championship you should want Rovers and, and regardless of what Rovers have done the, the results Rovers have got you should want Rovers to be as high as possible why would you not yeah. definitely it's, it's daft to it, so one It's an I told you so thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, we saw we saw it in Marbury with certain elements. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think it was Marbury's time to go. I mean, he's doing well at Sunderland for by all accounts. Good luck to him, but it was his time to go. And you you saw the same. You saw similar, but for both ends of the spectrum, it was like if Marbury won, all the should we say Marbury fanboys would be out there. Yeah, that like, happy clappers. Yeah, super, fan, super fans. That's <laughs> <laughs> but yeah but, but you do see that and I think yeah. with Thomason maybe over the last couple of, I'd say I'm sorry I'd say since the Burnley defeat you're seeing more and more I don't want to say anti-Thomason but more like because he'll never be forgiven for that in some people's minds he will never be forgiven for that Burnley result but I mean we lost local derbies under Mowbray all the time this is it yeah like this is I, I mean the worst ones were during Covid when we got uh, beat off Preston at home and we were 1-0 up and cruising and he made a couple of subs and he beat us 2-1 and I said like there were 7,000 Preston fans we didn't, go, we didn't go 1-0 up in that game did we not? Uh, I'm sure we went 2-0 down yeah look? yeah Armstrong with a penalty yeah I, I think like two, still lost it, yeah, yeah, well, well, yeah. if there were 7,000 Preston fans in the way and gloating I think it. I think it had gone then, but I think being behind closed doors helped him in some points during that season. Definitely. I mean, what was that run we went on in the second half of that season? We were like two wins in sixteen games. Yeah, yeah. we didn't win like twelve games or something. Like it, yeah. it, it was something ridiculous like that, and it got to the point where obviously we weren't actually going to the games. So I just watched it on I follow. Made just, it even worse for some people. Yeah, I, I think for me it did. Like, I actually just lost interest. It was that bad. You had some, some sort point. of that apathy towards the club, didn't you? Really, like, you just yeah. like. 
actually like, at one point I stopped watching it. I, I just weren't interested yeah watching um, flash scores instead uh, and that's the thing people um, people like point out sometimes in Mowbray that you know how good the first half of last season was but really in normal times it would have been gone the season before surely yeah. it's like Chris you just said then like he's doing a good job at Sunderland but he's invested a, I think a good team yeah like obviously I know Sims has gone back to Everton now um, has he gone out on loan somewhere else I think he's meant to be going back to Sunderland they went uh, back in. so like for a, for half a season they've had probably the two of the best centre forwards apart from like your Sheffield United centre forwards and I barely don't even have a centre forward but probably the two best attacking players in the league who've every time they've both scored they've won so and then John Doll Thomason's coming to Rovers and he's invested a team with no centre forwards Sam Gallagher on one wing and like it's not his squad well it's not his squad no but he's, he's having to throw players in like Vale and um, like people are desperate for Mark Andy to get a chance he does deserve a chance but he's not going to go get 20 goals a season like Stuart and Sims are no. so I think if you compare the squads that they both invested and I think Thomason's been let down by Morbridge recruitment in the past he's recruited athletes and not footballers and yeah. it comes back to the soldiers and artists thing where Alex Nick like people saying oh he's playing great attacking football and it's expansive and it's exciting they've got Ahmed Diallo on loan from United who United spent 25 million on 18 months ago and they've got Patrick Roberts who probably hasn't hit the heights since he went back to Sunderland from Celtic but at Celtic and as a youngster at City you could see he had that flair about him he's going to be an attacking yeah. prospect so he's got the tools at his disposal to go and play that football where Thomason's come in he wants to play out from the back he wants to play good football and I think he wants to go to how he played at Malmo the 4-4-2 with two wingers yeah. get it wide and get a ball in but we don't have any wingers we don't have any centre forwards who can head the ball so how do you play? No, no that's, that's absolutely right like, you can see that's what he's trying to do Like, I understand the frustration with the whole playing out from the back routine I get frustrated with it because we don't have the players for it but he's trying to implement that philosophy you can see what he's trying to do it's obviously not going to work out because you've got Ayala and Hayam that are playing it out from the back who are two well let's just say they're never going to learn how to do it yeah. I think you'd I think if you can get a couple of his own players in that can play that style, you'll see a marked difference. It's yeah. just a case of can we? I mean, it, it obviously been, everyone's been speaking about being linked with Porteous and he is that ball-playing defender. He's a, yeah. He is a bit erratic and people... I'm, I'm, you can see on Twitter already we're being linked with him and people are saying, oh, he's erratic, he's, he's met mistakes and stuff. They probably can't wait for his first game where he gives the ball away. They'll be like clawing at his eyes to get him out of the club. Um, but like you said, what the alternative is go and sign two ugly centre-halves and just head the ball and boot it for yeah. 50 minutes and I'd rather us play out from the back and develop a style of play than I mean Van Eck was that player for us weren't he yeah. but even playing as a five at the back when he had Lenehan next to him or Scott Wharton to his right he's been forced to play through the middle into midfield all the time there's no like passing it side to side and keeping possession so I don't think Mowbray even playing five at the back had the tools to do it so hmm but, that, but again, it goes back to Thomas and inherited a squad that isn't his. Yeah. So you've, you, it, it's a symptom of the Mowbray era. You've got athletes, not players there. So you're having to teach an entire new philosophy to players that, 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 that for, for lack of a better term, they're not used to it. Yeah. Because 
like under Marbury, under Marbury, we never saw that. No. And I think if we remember, I believe it was the COVID season. It might have been the COVID season actually, the season that got stopped. Marbury tried to implement that that passing football, that quote unquote yeah. better style of football, yeah. and it never worked out because no. he didn't have the players for it. And every time I seem to remember, every time we got to the eighteen yard box, he'd just end up pass. They'd end up either passing it wide or getting tackled. Yeah. Which is similar to what you're seeing here, because we don't have the players for it. I mean, yeah. I was at Bristol on Saturday. I don't recall us having a shot on target other than the goal. Because whenever we get anywhere near the 18-yard box, it'd either get passed out wide and we'd lose it, or we'd end up passing it back. I believe we, it might have been a, it was either a free kick or a corner that we got deep into their box. It ended up going back to Kaminsky. It's yeah. like, you're not... It's, <laughs> yeah, I think it's like, that's where you need your wingers. So if they're being compact and sat back and a narrow, yeah. you can get someone out wide beat a man get a crossing that's dangerous we're, at the minute we're just playing the ball in front of the defence all the time yeah. so that playing out from the back is frustrating yeah, but I think if you just sign one or two wing I mean Dolan's could be that player but every time he seems to play he's either playing in the false nine or he's getting the ball out wide and drifting inside and wanting to do stuff like, and I don't want you to do that I want you to get the ball knock it 10 yards beat your man and whip a ball into the box at the minute it just feels like the vast majority of a play is all very central through the middle too safe too slow too easy to defend against and that is surely what you do to combat that you bring in some natural width and, uh, and like I feel like we sound like a broken record here because we haven't mentioned it that many times but it's like I just feel like when we've been recruiting over the last few years it's very rarely felt like a priority and that's, and that's wrong because like we shouldn't be playing Diaz and Galleon wings. No. You know, and they should be two centre forwards and there should be two wingers creating chances for them. Correct. And um, I know it's like very archaic, like 4 4 2, two wingers with a ball in, but I think he, we've spoken before about he would be in the biggest pitch in the league. It's the widest pitch. People won't be able to defend against it at Ewood. Um, I just think. So there were a moment on Saturday when. We, I think we had to pinch the ball back or we played it through and Hedges was running down the right and he gets played in and his first touch is on his left foot which is automatically like forcing him inside because it's but I think if you're a right footed player there you let it come across and your first touch like knocks it in front of you and then you throw on goal but because yeah. he's always having to use his left foot he's, it's almost like automatically forcing him inside where I think a right footed player takes a touch and drills it along into the bottom corner and probably mm. scores it, it It didn't look like a chance at the time because he, he's cut inside with his first touch but I think if it were at the other, other end and it were Naki Wells I think it's a first touch shot and it, it, it's like a massive chance well that's the difference yeah. isn't it like that, that's the difference and I think we're, we're lacking someone like that but maybe someone like a Naki Wells that's just going to I mean it's the old saying isn't it if you don't shoot you don't Dingle score though, he? <laughs> can't be it no. I mean he played about six games from well, six games well, from yeah. under 21s he's not really a dingle I remember when they signed me it felt like a, a massive transfer for them and it just sort of, when did they sign him it's a while ago now I reckon obviously they were in championship at the time but who who played were, in front no, of him or was it when they got promoted no, I, 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 20, 16 2017 somewhere around I like that Gary Neville thing now. Like, yeah. no, no, uh, round 94, 95, 96. Beginning 97. But yeah, we'll go back to Bristol game. So, it's a silly red card for Ayala. I mean, I don't think it's his fault. He's a clever player from Naki Wells. Yeah. But it's just such an easy 
That can't nurse it. It's not even like a creative move. He's just knocked the ball 60 yards <laughs> over back. It's not even like... Honestly, I've, I've stood there like absolutely dumbfounded. Like, Has he just done that? Yeah. yeah. It's like uh, whether he's not read the ball and like it's gone over it. But it just... It came from absolutely nothing at all. I think Naki Wells has like turned, stopped running and obviously y'all was carried yes. on running and just cl- clattered into him. It's an harsh red card, but... It's harsh, but at the same time, it's, it's clumsy. Like, yeah, it's clumsy, yeah. and like when you're on a booking, you shouldn't be doing that. No, especially I mean, the, the, the first. Like the booking was stupid as well. It was like a, a nothing tackle. He just booted someone up in earth for no reason. Someone with his experience as well. Well, that's his it's first just... red card for Rovers. That. Yeah. It's his first red. It's his first red card in about six years, and his last one was a like a massive two footed tackle against Preston, mm-hmm. but he won the ball. He got rescinded the day after, so he's not a very dirty red card the alternative commentary on that would class by the way (laughs) (laughs) referee (laughs) referee referee check out these bad boys (laughs) Um, so yeah we're desperate for a centre forward the goal a lot of people pointing fingers at Kaminsky but it it should have been stopped way before it got to Kaminsky Vale should foul him and then Tyler Morton allowing him to cut inside I'm sorry that is unforgivable and that's another more points that he's cost us this season I know I'm not his Mm. biggest fan I know people probably think I've got an agenda against him but I don't know if it's just me that that only sees it everyone else seems to think he's the next Pele (laughs) and he's just he's costing us points like at least every three games I mean, it's it's at the point where it's it's at the point where you're looking at him sometimes in the team. Like, why are you there? What yeah. do you bring? Yeah. And I mean, he's one of those. I think when he plays well, he's he plays yeah. really well. But that doesn't happen enough. I just don't think you can win a game in the championship away from home with Morton and Buckley in midfield. No, I think not. you just need a bit more you in there, especially when steel, you wonder up. At one up, you could have took him off, brought Travis on, maybe even took him and Vale off and left Gallagher and Diaz up top and put three in midfield and have Garrett, Travis and Buckley and let Buckley be the play, player maker yeah. and then have um, Travis and Garrett running around kicking people but I was, I was just going to say I'd, I'd have sooner brought Garrett on because at least I know he's, he's young as well but he'll at least put a tackle in yeah like it's, I mean, he, I, wouldn't, he wouldn't have let him cut inside and shoot absolutely 20 yards. not he'd have broke his legs <laughs> but that's it I mean you look at those options we have in central mid our best player at the moment central midfield is probably Garrett yeah, like, or Bradley Dack. Or Bradley. Well, I mean, I class Dack as well more of an attacking mid. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, mean, I think he, he could definitely play there. Though. He can play there. Yeah, but I mean, I'd love to see Garrett in the team. But I see. I understand why he's not there because he's still learning his trade. He's still young. Still young lad. But I'd, I'd have mid over Morton every week. Yeah, and I think this is where you should be able to rotate but I feel like we're not able to like you could play Morton and Buckley one week and then Travis and Garrett the next and then you, whoever plays better you, like in yeah. performances you like give Garrett 60 minutes Morton half an hour but it seems like Morton is starting no matter what like no matter what, who's played well or who's going to yeah. play well yeah. Morton is starting and I don't agree with it at all I don't think any loan signing should be guaranteed no absolutely not. it's in his contract it has to be yeah I mean it wouldn't surprise me it wouldn't surprise me if Klopp's seen how Clarkson went last season and gone right but he can't get games at Aberdeen no and they're no. awful they got beat off fucking Darbell the other night <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is it not Darb <laughs> whoever yeah, it was into UK Cup I mean that was absolutely shocking that weren't it yeah Tim Goodwin's going to get sacked now like if Clarkson can't get in that team why can he expect to be you think like, the sixth tier in Scotland do you think about the the golf in like quality between England and Scotland like, how far down in England is sixth tier in Scotland it's yeah I think 
once I, you get below the championship in Scotland, I don't. I think not a lot. Of no, yeah. I think like League One and League Two, and the Highland League, Lowland League, and they're obviously below that. It's like West East Lowland, like they're below that tier. I don't think there's a massive difference in the mm. team, and I think yeah. that Darwell are quite well financially back. Like they've got good facilities, so I reckon right. they'll, they'll have some players being paid to play. Um, they'll probably be like a, a Macclesfield right, type was, in, in that at that level. Yeah, I was just mm. I was just gonna say I was at Clever or Macclesfield game the other day. Yeah. I reckon either one of those would beat them. Yeah, but did Alex, but, Alex play? Alex Curran for uh, Macclesfield. I think he might have done actually. He come. He, well, he lives only lives up road, but his dad might be in tonight. Oh. Um, but yeah, I can't remember what we're saying now. What we're saying, I've just interrupted. Him. Oh yeah, Aberdeen. So yeah, Leighton Clarkson did get the um, did get the game time at Aberdeen, so he's not going to get a game time at us. No, and that's and that's. I agree with that. If you're not good enough to play for us, you shouldn't be playing for us. Yeah. And I'm not. I mean, I'm not saying that Morton's as bad as Clarkson was. I don't believe that's the case, no. but. But he's not as good as Harvey Elliott was. No, he no, no, he isn't. Like he's, Harvey Elliott was ten times a player. Yeah. And I don't want us to be seen as I, I was talking about this on Rovers Radio when we recorded the other week. I don't want us to be seen as babysitters. Yeah. Like I, it's all well and good having a, a good relationship with the likes of Jurgen Klopp and I don't know Ted Hager, whoever it is we want to have, create a relationship with. And I'm not against lone players in general. I mean, some can come in and do a great job, but yeah. it's like oh. Um, it, it's, it's like Harvey Elliott for example when he came in he was our best player by country mile yeah finished 15th or 16th yeah I think I mean the rest of the squad weren't good enough but like we shouldn't be putting other Premier League youngsters of youngsters development over our own not not if they're not as good not as, not as, good, as our midfielders I feel like if we got a Ahmed Diallo or we're not going to get Harvey Elliott back he's playing it first no. team but if we got a Harvey Elliott level player back on loan because of the goal contributions and he can win you a game on his own yeah. and yeah you play him yeah but yeah there's absolutely indisputable evidence to say this man is better than what we've got yeah but it shouldn't be a case of oh well he might be on the level of a Travis might be but well we've, we've signed him now yeah. so we have to play him yeah. and I mean in five six seven years time if, even if Tyler Morton turns out to be the reincarnation of Steven Gerrard <laughs> like what does what's that do for us? With the, no, no, I don't think. But it's like, but what what does that do for us? With the answer to a trivial pursuit question, it's yeah. not benefiting us. Yeah, mm. it's like when Beckham went on loan to Preston North End. That's all everyone talks about. It's all Preston. Yeah. Yeah. Um, their club's history, that. <laughs> yeah, we had Beckham on loan. Yeah. Yeah. You know they won a league once. <laughs> Invincible once, weren't they? Yeah. When they were when they were four teams in league, yeah. <laughs> played six games, went invincible. That thing is one of them, Russ. Um. Yeah, alternative commentary came back. People liked it. Some people didn't like it. Um, yeah, well, it was, I can't it, believe some people can. No, some people just. Uh, he's one. He's one of them people that would never be happy no matter what. So, um, I mean, Leah Hessian, give it some major traffic. I, me- oh, yeah. I messaged her and I was like, Leah, please retweet this. I know your <laughs> fan base will love this. Yeah. And she quoted it, and it was like. My form was like, I was like, oh, something's yeah. gone on here. Leah's local celebrity. Oh, I she is, yeah. Yeah, I, was like, I wasn't even convinced she existed. Like, I genuinely wasn't. Convinced. See, I thought she was from like another part of the country, and she was like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna start supporting Black and Rose on Twitter and see yeah. how many like followers I get can get. Get a bit of traction. Get a bit of traction, yeah. Well, um, I mean, this is it. though. I mean, she seems alright enough. I mean, now we know she exists, and yeah. don't I mean to be no, no, she exists. <laughs> well, I mean, has anyone well, actually seen her in real life? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> well caught. Uh, no, but. Nah, I mean she seems alright I mean she liked the picture of being savage that got me traffic so go on 
get, get her a season ticket. Get get her on Ewood Express. Yeah, we have, we have tried to get her on here, but she said uh, she's Not too real. she's too shy. Um, Not real. I'm talking. <laughs> so, but she said if we get in the playoffs, she will come on. Well, so. Yeah. That's another. That's another. That's another reason to want us to win. Leah will be here, like mm. in the King Eddie pub, wiping her feet all the way out. Right, Birmingham this weekend. Um, obviously, it is a cup game. We've changed the team a lot for the cup games we've already played this season. What are you playing this Saturday? Are you going strongest eleven? I don't see why not. So, yeah. I, I mean, it's what nine days until. We play Wigan. Yeah. Wigan at home on, on a Monday night. So Wigan's not a big game. It, that, they're they're in awful form, and I think getting a win in the cup before we play them just makes it. Yeah, but having said that, you look at the games from now until the end of the season. It's like, I mean, we said we need what nine wins to get playoffs, yeah. playoff points, um, yeah. and I think you've got to look at those games and say win. Well, you, you yeah, know, and that that Wigan game, gotta win. Yeah, but I, I still think that you gotta play strongest should, women on should, Saturday. Yeah, given yeah, yeah, The nine yeah. days to you should be back fit enough for nine days to play Wigan. Spare yeah. batch practice for anything. Yeah, I mean it worked. I mean, look at Norwich. Like we played a pretty strong team at Norwich. Yeah. And we played really well. I don't yeah. see. I don't see why we can't. At least, at the very least, give six or seven of them run out. Maybe stick Pers in goal because he's looked decent when he's playing cup this season. Yeah. Maybe give Mark and Dare run out. The last thing we want is a replay. Absolutely. That's the last thing we want. Yeah. Is it, it's a Tuesday straight after, isn't it? Yeah. 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 I, I do not want a replay. I mean, no. We were just talking about it in car, aren't we, up here? Like, <laughs> when uh, when Rovers announced what the date would be, putting in lads' group chat, like, you know, can't wait to be trailing down there on a Tuesday night for a fourth round replay. Yeah. That's it. I've, I've already told my boss I'm not in Tuesday night. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be there, like, trying to get, like, the three o'clock night bus from there. <laughs> Head to office because Northern decides to strike. Or. I mean, Birmingham have lost the last five in the league, so. Well, they're gonna have a decent backing, though. I mean, yeah, they've sold four thousand already, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. which is pretty. I, mean, I know it's the cup. I know it's cheap. I know they put free coaches on, but fair play. I mean, yeah, Blackburn's not the nicest place to go. January as well, it's, in, it's in January, <laughs> <laughs> any time really. But, yeah, but, so I mean, fair play, but. Yeah, like you said, I think we need to play a stronger side. Yeah. Maybe give Purs a go, give Mark and Dave It's a big a chance for us getting it. Yeah, fifth it round at FA Cup was massive for, for, yeah. for, for considering yeah. we've not been past the third for like the last what three or four years, five yeah. years. Yeah. But it's been what five? No, no, six years this year since we yeah, had the fifth round against West Ham. Alright, yeah. Oh, Wait, no, 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 the, the fifth round against United, yeah. Yeah. That was, so, so that was 16-17 were not it? So that's, yeah, that, yeah, like yeah, because Carl that's that's game on six that. years this year, yeah. Yeah, six years, yeah. Yeah, so it's a massive chance for us and get a big well I said the other the last episode that I didn't want a big tie, I wanted one of the League One teams at home bit so we could get even further to get a big tie. Um but then if you get another home game you have to come up with the social media thing of ticket prices and the things that the club aren't doing to try and get fans on Ewood. Yeah. So how long have you got for that? Uh, I think <laughs> well we'll something we need now. to uh it's on five percent, so we'll, we'll carry on going until it dies. Um, um, but yeah, it's something we need to talk about. But it's been like, it's been a it's been like, a tough week this week. Oh, well, it's not been a tough week. It was last night and it got announced, so we, we have to talk about it because obviously yeah. it's the thing that Twitter's been going mad over. So last night they announced that for the what for the way game they're running here with Express Bus, um, which is going to visit a mosque down south. 
uh, before the game or like a religious centre before the game museum like it's a Cambridge kind of thing. Central Mosque yeah, or something, something like that um, and then afterwards they go into a mosque for food and then getting a late coach back mm. which is fine no problem with it at all I think it's a great thing that Yassi is doing Definitely. I tried to get Yassi on pod I tried messaging loads um, to talk about it I mean he knows that I fully support him and, and I think everyone fully supports it. I don't think anyone's got a problem with it. The problem that people have is that we have begged and begged for communication and incentives and marketing from Rovers to try and get more people on Ewood. And every time we're just told, oh, it's it's, uh, it's cheap enough, it's cheap enough. There's never anything extra. It's just Mm. the tickets are well-priced, the tickets are well-priced. And it's getting to the point now that we're just just getting taken for fools every single week. It's not just about how cheap it is you know it's about the accessibility in terms of how it's packaged yeah you know how you communicate it how how it comes across you know, so you could you could say exciting to, or interesting it seems to to the fans you, know, you, you could say to rovers like right we're next away game we're gonna go um we're gonna go down extra early i'm gonna go to this pub for dinner and like, have a few beers and get back on coach go to the ground then after the ground we're gonna go to this pub have a chat with own fans and then get back on court our our official travel is Ewood ground Ewood. Yeah. You, yeah. You're lucky they stop at services for a pish, like you, <laughs> that, that's and obviously I'm glad that they're getting to do this. I'm glad they're getting it to experience away days. But for the fans that go every week, like yourself, Chris, it, it must it must it must be painful to see it. It's it's one of those. I understand why it were it where he's coming from. And again, in full support of it, ab- absolutely. I've got, I'll never have a problem with. Getting the you know getting the community involved absolutely not, but it's that fine line between yeah do something nice get him involved but then it's like well what about us yeah that that have been I mean we've been going for years I've seen you at work games you've seen me at work games we've, yeah. we've all been for years I don't think we've ever been given anything I don't think we've been been given so much as free travel for a replay or anything the, like that the last free travel I remember was Stoke away when they they been promoted or they had to, yeah the fir- their first season at Prem yeah, right. and we took about 3,000 and yeah. that was yeah. 2008 if that <laughs> yeah it wasn't even yeah. under Venkies no. like that that's <laughs> it up yeah. and it's like it's it's that fine line I think the thing that's wound people up well maybe not more than anything but I think one of the big talking points is the fact that if you do that it's cheaper than if you go through Rovers yeah, yeah. It's like, so not only are you jumping the queue, passing, bypassing all the your own ticketing policies, you provide you providing your people food, like sightseeing or whatever it is, and they don't have to pay as much as we do. And we go every week. And we, like you're just looking at it, and you're like, "Am I a dickhead?" Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? I'm sure that's what a lot of fans do feel like. They probably look at it and think that's fifty five pound. It's a full day out, accosted for like food included, and then you're paying fifty seven quid to get dropped at Vicarage Road and. Right, seen a bit, and I bet they won't get treated like away fans buses do. Absolutely, they won't get police search and like no. any like sniff of alcohol in your jumper getting dra- your jumper getting dragged off you or yeah, whatever. No. Um, be nothing like that. It's that, just it, it's frustrating because there's so much more that can be done. Yeah, and there's no reason we that it can't be done. There's just how do I put this? It's like it's like a lack of imagination. Like, it's like, I think there's just a la- lacking effort. I mean, you don't need much imagination, do you? We we sit here for five minutes and we come up with ten ideas that improve improve attendances. But it's getting to the point now that they've lost that many fans that they need to heavily invest now. Yeah, it needs to be like so. 
some of the things we mentioned on Twitter, safe standing needs to be an option. Definitely. Like definitely. overnight, take all the chairs out of NO1 and just put safe standing in. Yeah. Right. 100%. That it costs you a bit. It'll probably cost you fifty thousand pound. A couple, just find a couple of players two weeks wages for not performing into it. Do it on footy manager all the time. Just find them two weeks wages, get the money in. Riverside, the the very end blocks of the Riverside, get get rid of the seats, and I want disabled like plinths like they have at Stoke, halfway up the ground. Yeah. I'm sick of seeing people, disabled people, at the front of the Riverside getting piss wet through every every winter. Yeah. Like they need yeah. a better match experience. They should Definitely. not be sat at the bottom at Riverside having balls kicked at them pissing wet through absolutely freezing like there's no coverage for them at all you could put two ramps up each end at Riverside but then I want a seat here for the curry if they have a curry and then a space for the wheelchair seat space for wheelchair seat space and I want three or four of them plimps at each end at Riverside and then that's when we come to ticket pricing the season tickets were the third most expensive in championship for the cheapest option I don't know Around the ground, our average isn't bad because the most expensive is what, like four seven nine now in Chat Four nine nine, so, but the cheapest is still four two nine. So we're the, for the cheapest option in the ground, we're the third most expensive in the championship. And we're in the middle of a cost of living crisis. Yeah, no yeah. one's paying it. And this town has never been oh, since the cotton trade. We've never been a wealthy town, so no, no. it's there's just there's so much more they can do I was looking at half season tickets this morning it's 229 for adults and then six, like 35 quid for juniors at press and it's 199 for adults and under 11s are free like I just you look at the ground at the minute it's so empty you could I would make Riverside season tickets £250 and if people want to go and sit in Riverside and pay less that's fine people will I'll, I'll still sit in Blackburn End yeah. and um, I think majority of the people who sit in the Blackburn End who sat there most of their life will still choose to sit in there and pay a bit more to be sat in the Blackburn End yeah. just make it free things, for kids at Riverside just, just get people in uh, people like me and you sitting in the Blackburn End it, fe- it just feels right somehow yeah. it, it just feels like well if you're not sat right in your seat passage. it doesn't look right <laughs> no. no even if you no. see one sit to left or right or a row back or in front yeah. you're like but the no, pit, pit looks different from here <laughs> it's like um we like the match day experience. I mean, we mentioned last week about how half time now they open it up like to outside and the fans are and that. And like when they started doing that, it kind of felt like right, that's great. You know, thanks for listening. What else can we? Yeah. But, but then it's just like no, that's it. Yeah, we've no, done no, it. Now. That's all you're having. You've, done you, it. you've had something. You know, well, well let's yeah, have what a look. Yeah, and be but, grateful to have it. Yeah. yeah, let's have a look at what else we can explore to to make it better. You know, but was that was uh, when we were when we went to Burnley away we were, we were second in the league and everything was positive and stuff before that result and I was thinking oh the, the home game in March if we're still up there I would love to have like a display in the Blackburn and like like cards up before kickoff and like a big um, big flag yeah but there's absolutely no chance there's yeah. not a chance in hell you get well, any money for it at all it's like we were just um, like on about the FA Cup even if we got to say like a quarter final we have, we have a massive tie at home that uh, it probably won't feel any different to you, you don't trust that the club will make it feel any different to a normal match do you? no but the, the the parking situation needs changing the Ewood's really hard it's really hard accessible if, you, if you're driving it's a nightmare like I'd rather get a taxi down from me and a taxi bike and then I can walk it in like half an hour I'd rather walk it than ever drive down and park up oh, yeah. um, but it's like you could do you could Borrow Darwin Vale's car park and do a do a park and ride service. Just do five shuttle buses every and just forward and back. They've got the bus lane now, so you're at Ewood in like two minutes. Mm. Like you just fly there and back after the game or before the game. And there's just 
I don't know. I could, could literally sit about it and talk about it to a blue face, couldn't we? But... but the thing is, it's simple stuff. It doesn't. Yeah. It is simple stuff. And maybe like the lack of imagination comment is like maybe. I mean, you've just come up with our three or four things there. We can improve. It's. I just don't see why not. Like just going back, even just going back to the pricing situation. We've got the third most expensive season tickets in the league, and there's unless I've missed it, there's no like why. Like what? Like I mean, I'm sure the pricing situation has been brought up to the powers that be on many occasions, and yeah. it's never been addressed. Well, it's always like, well, we need to make the money somehow. Well, so do and, and pe- teams in the league. Yeah, and then people say like, well, why don't you lower the prices and get more fans in? And he's like, well, there's more stewarding, more policing, more staff. Yeah, but you've got a better atmosphere. It's like, you can win he's, he's got an answer for everything. Right, no matter what you try and address it, yeah. he, he has got an answer for everything. So why the price of that much? It's like half season tickets. You can pay monthly, three monthly instalments, zero percent interest, ten percent arrangement fee. So for people that can't stump up two hundred and thirty pound right on the spot, which in January, December, November, whenever they come That's out, a is a lot of money to just stump up for half a season ticket. They're, they're going to charge you twenty three quid just to have it arranged. Yeah. Why? Hull do a monthly subscription to get to like games you don't do season tickets anymore no that's the future and if if you wanted say you couldn't make two of the games you can you can change it you say I don't want to pay this month I want to come back next month mm. like why can't we do that why can't yeah. why can't you just have an account where every game you go to it charges and that people shouldn't be forced to pay £430 up front and then if you can't afford £430 you get charged an extra 40 quid on top and then, and then they're like oh it's 0% interest though well it's not is it you might as well charge me interest if you charge an arrangement fee the thing is as well something like that would work for everyone because like how many Rovers fans you see on Twitter that travel up from down south or yeah. Ireland or Scotland mm-hmm. wherever you know well Saturday only season tickets yeah. How many? How many? We, we get even. I, sometimes I can't be asked going if it's freezing in December and you've got in from work. Well, I mean, I work from home now, so now getting from do work. Things, but, like, you know, like you know, like, I mean, you only live up here. Might just like, come down here, watch soccer Saturday, and you know, yeah. watch the results come in. And, well, there's been a couple of the week games where I've come in here like expecting to get a taxi down with people, and they're just like, "Oh, well, we're going to stay in here and watch it on red button." Yeah. Right, and but like a Saturday only season ticket would be perfect for everyone. Obviously, if it ever gets moved for Sky, just credit their account sorry or like ask, email them and ring them up say this will be moved to Sunday he's still coming or yeah like and, and yeah I mean I know mate of mine who's uh, we were talking about it recently he's got obviously he brings his kids so he can't do the midweek games because you know, he's got young kids have got to be yeah he's back for 11 o'clock yeah, yeah yeah I mean yeah back for 11 o'clock they've got school in the morning or whatever and he was and he was saying about the um, the fact that games have been moved to Sky kick off times like that I don't think he's had a chance to get to a game since Preston. Yeah. Like, it's just shocking. And yeah, I mean, even if you don't get much of an uptake, you'd you'd like the option to have like a to have a side of season ticket. And, yeah. And if you find and if you see, all right, I can make this Tuesday night, contact the club, just get it added on. Yeah, you and, and you can it. say, yeah. right, it's, a, it's twenty pound for this game, but because you've already got a season ticket, yeah. it's only a tenner, fifteen quid. Yeah, get people and, in, and it's 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 so obvious. Like we're sat here now, and it's so obvious, like for people to do. So when we were talking about the Saturday only season ticket, it, it just it makes so much sense. So like people say, oh well, season tickets only twenty quid a game. Yeah, but yeah. if you miss if you miss three games, it's now twenty four quid a game. Yeah. and then if you miss every midweek game because you live far away it's now 37 quid a game well 
where do you draw the line? Do you think it's still good value for money if it gets up to 50 quid a game? If you go to a, a couple of weddings a year or whatever and you miss a Saturday game, is that good value for money still? Mm-hmm. And once people don't have a season ticket, it becomes even harder for them to say, well, I'm going to pay 30 quid for this Saturday. Like, once they've got that separation away from having to go because you've got a season ticket, it's, it's impossible to get them back down. I had it when I, was, when I, did, when I worked shifts and, I'd work, and I didn't have a season ticket. But it, I, I'd like get up on a Saturday and be like, it's 28 quid for today. Can I be asked going down and paying 28 quid? Once you've got a food and like a couple of beers, it's best yeah. part of 50 quid. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's going back to the fan situation as well. If you don't have a season ticket, you're paying 28, 28 quid for a ticket. Maybe your kid wants to go, so that's another, even if it's 10, 15 quid. You got food, you got drink, you got travel. Yeah, it's it's an expensive day out. Yeah, it is. So it's and that's even if you have a, that's if you have a season ticket. And the whole argument of it, you know, it's twenty quid a game, it's only twenty five quid a game or whatever. Not when you're paying all all front, it isn't. I just think is is there nothing they could do with like local public transport where yeah the bu- the buses the trains are free. So like people from, like you from Langor. Um, even like people from the Rural Valley yeah. like Clitheroe and stuff they sh- if they've got a match ticket they should be able to get on train for free we've gone through the Ewood Express we've gone through everyone's arguing and bitching on Twitter um, so we'll take a break from Black and Rovers and we'll go through the championship results so Sunderland 2 Middlesbrough 0 uh, Middlesbrough obviously down to 10 men at 0-0 shocking decision from ref he's outside the box but how good is Ross Stewart? We need to sign Ross Stewart. Like, so yeah. aggressive and confident. And I know he missed the penalty and scored the rebound, but just like gets, ball. A, gets the ball halfway, like drives towards goals, powerful, strong. And I say wins the penalty, but it wasn't a penalty. So, yeah. um, proper centre forward. <laughs> yeah. An old fashioned centre forward, but actually technically good as well. Um, got Galgo, but- yeah, that. <laughs> uh, Birmingham 1, Preston 2. Um, five losses in a row for Birmingham who we play on Saturday I mean just in time for us really that's what everyone does doesn't it going in stinking form before the players um, Preston they just need to play away every week and they'll be up there Bristol City 1 Black and 1 we spoke about that Cardiff 0 Millwall 1 Millwall flirting with the playoffs but never actually like getting in there they just they do just, this though uh, don't they yeah just like, tickling well, the playoffs bumhole for a bit like just never yeah. actually going in they do this though they go on a decent run and then they just barely like they barely miss out yeah they just like scratch the surface of it every year don't they never actually like get in um, QPR 1 Swansea 1 not really put any notes about that um, 3 draws in a row for QPR though Stoke 4 Reading 0 probably the surprise of the weekend yeah. I, mean, I know Reading aren't great but Stoke have been poor and for the majority of the season but Alex Neal's got a, a good result from the middle of nowhere I were looking through like the fixtures on Friday night um, mainly to like Decide my hackers to be honest, so, um, <laughs> but like, I, I, I did fancy Stoke to win, but um, not four nil. Really, uh, really surprised result that one. And then Watford won, Rotherham won, which makes our point away at Bristol City look better. The fact that they're dropping points at home to Rotherham, who yeah. I know they they beat us four nil, but they're obviously a team down there and keeps Watford in touching distance of us as well. But the only a point above us now. Um. Wigan nil, Luton two, Luton and another team like Millwall that just flirt all season, like yeah. right yeah. on the edge. Well, Wigan in free fall, aren't they? That's a weird one, isn't it? Do you think they'll think they'll sack him? Because obviously they, they sacked Richardson. Who I, obviously they were down there, but I thought he was doing all right. Yeah, I think he'd have kept him up, Richardson. Yeah, like he was just in a rough patch. They've they've made the wrong appointment. I think it's blatant. Yeah, it's a big risk. Like considering the situation. A brand new manager to it it's massive risk 
Yeah. Well, this is it though. They've appointed a new manager. There's been no new manager bounce. They've looked worse. But I can understand like Torre coming in and having like the backroom staff at Wigan there. I don't like the people that know yeah. the championship. But he like appointed his own staff and they were that. Uh, were he from Egypt or Japan or something yeah. like one of the so, head coaches? And I was just like, it's like well, a learning curve for all of them. For all of them, yeah. There's no experience there whatsoever. And I don't think the players will listen to him. I know it sounds bad, but. Tory as a player, we're a good player, but like a bit of a laugher and joker. He's not going to be like this, the a stern. Yeah, exactly. You couldn't yeah. imagine him being like, like, like you know when like we're on about Arteta and like some, yeah. of, some of his like. You want to play Champions League? <laughs> some of his um, outbursts. Yeah, outbursts on uh, all or nothing, all or nothing on Amazon, and um, you know. He'd, sometimes you just like can't really see that I could see him being good on the training ground I could see him still getting involved in fives and like being a bit of a laugher and joker yeah. but to actually to set up in a tactic I couldn't I just couldn't listen to him no chance um, Coventry 2 Norwich 4 good start with Wagner Coventry 6 games without a win which when when they finally caught up with games played I thought they could be one of them on brink at playoffs this year yeah, yeah. And they've got the. T- they've got, I mean, we speak about Jockers every week. We just rename this podcast podcast Victor Jockers <laughs> Show. Um, but yeah, it's, it, they've got the team to be good at it. But they just seem it's like people mourn about us being inconsistent. If we went six games without a win, I'd be worried. Yeah, oh, definitely, definitely. But like, I could never see us doing that. I mean, at the minute, it's either like the like the poll. 1998 to AC Milan or 2008 Derby <laughs> County. There's no in between, is there? <laughs> Um, Burnley 2 West Brom 1 I went to bed 1-0 down and I weren't confident they were gonna, I just knew they were going to score 2 yeah. just knew it was going to happen they're just in that knack aren't they yeah that, uh, yeah, that's it with Burnley it? it's like they just don't look that loose no. they don't even look like dropping points it's like they're the best team in the league well, even, even like 1-0 down with 10 minutes to go you still fancy them to turn around and yeah. win it where we go 1-0 down it 30 seconds in and I don't fancy us to win it no, <laughs> no that's it we could be 3-0 up in second half injury time that's it we're not winning yeah. but I mean I hate to say it but He's done a hell of a job, company. Mm. Spent, but, he's spent yeah. enough. I mean, but people say like, "Oh, they're buying the league," but he's he's had the chance to bring in a lot of players. I don't. Yeah. I'm not on about the the value and the net spend or whatever. But if you get the opportunity to build a team from yeah. scratch, because basically they kicked everyone out. It was that like, they've sort of managed to sell these players that they've accumulated over the Premier League years. But um, obviously, Thomason coming in in the summer, he can't offload the team because one no one wants them and two there's no assurances that you can get someone else in that, to replace them so it's, I don't know, it's a weird I mean I think they've just spent another 8 million today on a striker as well the, the so. situations um, and the predicaments of both clubs were completely com- opposite completely different yeah, when yeah. they both came in so yeah. and that's the worrying thing that when they go up you fancy them to stay up for a while yeah I think if they with go the up playing, yeah, I think well, company will leave yeah I think Guardiola will go and I think company will leave as well um, Sheffield United won whole nil. Um, they're the same. They just keep winning, don't they? Just well, that's it. Top two decided, aren't they? I think but, so. Yeah. Yeah. There's nobody's catching them. No. Right. So I say the one to ten quiz. It's not one to ten. It's one to eight today. Um, do you know how the quiz works, Chris? Um, remind me. <laughs> so you pick a number between one and eight, and you get that question. Right. If you get it without the options, you get two points. But if you get if I, if you ask for the options and I obviously give them you and you get it right, you get one point. Okay. So it's worth it to guess it before yeah. the options if you know the answer, obviously. Yeah. Um, do you want to go first or second? I'll go second. Go second, right, Lewis? Pick a number between one and eight. I'm gonna go number four. 
number four. So, what is the nickname of potential suitors for Ben Brereton Diaz, Villarreal? Let's go for the options. Is it A, the Sunflowers, B, the Yellow Submarine, C, the Villains, or D, the Paellans? B, the Yellow Submarine. Correct. Yellow Submarine it is. Lewis goes 1-0 up. Right, Chris, any number apart from four? Um, six. Six. Uh, Sober Thomas wore the number seven shirt at Huddersfield, but who currently wears it at Blackburn Rovers? Tay Wedding. Tay Wedding is correct. My left back. <laughs> right, Lewis, any number apart from four and six? Seven. Seven. Uh, how many different colours are there in the Blackburn Rovers club badge? <laughs> is there a picture in here somewhere? I'm trying to see you like scanning your eyes. <laughs> Check it for wallpaper now. <laughs> Check it out where it's shirt. <laughs> Six. Six is correct, yeah. Good shout. Can you name them? Blue, yellow, <laughs> blue. <laughs> blue, yellow, green, white, black. Red. red, yeah, that's only five. Blue, yellow, green, red, white, and black. Yeah, that's six. Yeah, yeah. I knew I got it right. Um, all right, three, two up. Uh, Chris, one to three or five and eight. Uh, one. Number one. So Sober Thomas got twelve assists last season, joint third in the championship. But which Rovers player finished two assists behind him? You have to give me options. Was it A, Tyrese Dolan, B, Ryan Hedges, C, Ben Brereton Diaz, or D, Joe Rothwell? I feel like she knows. <laughs> you have to, I'm going to have to get, I'm going to guess Rothwell. Yeah, it was Rothwell, yeah. That, that was really, even hearing options, were like, is it Diaz, is it Rothwell? Yeah. <laughs> Diaz don't pass, or does it? It has to be a rebound from one of his shots. <laughs> um, Lewis, two, three, five, or eight? It's got two. Two. Um, our cheapest adult season ticket option is the third highest in the division, but which team in the championship is the most expensive? Hmm. I've got an idea, but I'll go for the options. Is it A, Middlesbrough, B, Sunderland, C, Watford, or D, West Brom? Mm. Were any of them your idea? Nope. <laughs> <Classic>. <laughs> Who did you think it was? Norwich. I didn't, I didn't get Norwich fixtures because it's sold out from last season, early bird. All right. Um, <laughs> Bottom of the league, get early bird in. <laughs> um, going to go for West Brom. Incorrect. It was Middlesbrough. Really? Yeah. Their cheapest is more expensive than our most expensive. I think it was like five two five, the cheapest option. That's most shocking. expensive was six two five. That's even worse than that's what terrible. We yeah, it's shocking, isn't it? Yeah, For the Riverside, as always, yeah. stinks. Yeah, that's ridiculous. The place like Middlesbrough as well, like very similar to yeah, very like similar to their social situation. Yeah, definitely. Uh, right, Chris, three five or eight? Five. Five. 
So, after announcing his retirement from football, Gareth Bale has entered the Pro Amateur Golf Competition in California next month. But which famous course is he playing? Ah, oh, I saw this on Twitter and I can't remember what it is. You have to give me options. Is it A, Pinehurst, B, Pebble Beach, C, Cypress Point, or D, Pine Valley? Mm, I thought I saw it on Twitter. <laughs> Pine Valley. No, it was B, Pebble Beach. Did you know it? No. Uh, it's three apiece going into well it's more or less sudden death now three or eight Lewis I'm right the league cup final between us and Spurs was the first English cup final to feature what to be played indoors I'll accept it Close roof. to be played under a roof yeah the options was a third kit played under a roof a Welsh referee or a current international manager playing right so I don't know I don't know if they might have been the first I was just guessing with the rest of them (laughs) but it must have been one of the first ones we had to have a third kit in the cup final surely yeah Yeah. you'd think wouldn't you and then was Hughes manager going into that game was he Wales manager no I think he was Wales manager the year after right Um, right so you're left with three right and this is a tough question to end with Rovers did a final five offer last season for the final five home games but how many pick up how many points did we pick up in them games right so no Bournemouth we lost I remember that one that was the last one yeah remember the last (laughs) one yeah You need a straight answer to, yeah, to level as well. Four. Correct. Oh, come on. Oh. Three losses. Oh, a draw yeah. against... Was a draw yeah. against Blackpool? Yeah, we drew on one, didn't we? And then we we got beat off Stoke at home, 1-0. <laughs> oh, obviously at home. Yeah. We didn't really speak about that. The final five off was the last thing I remember do, or was doing, yeah. like, um, marketing-wise. And, like, it was 100 quid for five games and... Yeah, twenty quid a ticket. That's not an offer, I don't think. No, it's not. No, and it's hundred quid up front as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's again that. goes back to so, like. So often we say though, twenty is plenty. I mean, yeah, but, yeah, but twenty plenty should be your basic. So then the offer should be less than that. Yeah. Yeah. It shouldn't be all we've made an offer to make it twenty is plenty. Like, no, twenty is plenty should be your standard. Yeah, and then yeah. there's an offer below yeah. that. Yeah, I, yeah. I know what you're saying, but we're not. In that ideal place where twenty is standard, so yeah, true. Got right, so it's a draw. We can get five apiece after all eight questions. I know it's a one to ten quiz, but I mean, I was struggling with some of the questions. <laughs> um, so you've got a tiebreaker. So I'll give you the option again, Chris. Do you want to go first or second in a tiebreaker? Um, second. Second. Right, Lewis. So. Ben Brereton Diaz is due to move to Villarreal this summer, but what is the capacity of their home ground? That's a bastard. <laughs> you bastard! I can't speak! I can't speak! To the closest thousand. To the closest, whoever's closest. So you'll guess, and then Chris will probably go higher or lower if he's sensible. I'm going to say 41,000. Okie dokie. Do you want an actual figure or do you want higher or lower? It's, it's up to you. You can go actual figure if you want. If you want to be as close as possible. But... 
lower. Yeah, it is lower. Yeah. Do, you, do you have a guess? Oh, right. Um, 35 22,000 really that's quite small yeah they are they are a small town just outside of Valencia so it's not like they're not like a massive city club or anything so I've just had him yeah because I remember being doing I remember getting getting to like European Cup semi-finals and stuff so when um, I I feel like whenever I've seen them play like an English team in Champions League on telly I feel like the ground's always been quite big yeah well they do a good job of Making it yeah. <laughs> yeah, the stands here and then the cameras like up here. Is that, is that yeah, what's we're in top tier today. Lads, yes. like, recording it for fear. I think that's what's full Diaz. That's why he's gone off because he thinks it's bigger than this. <laughs> yeah. Right. So Chris wins a quiz. Another defeat for Lewis. Um, <laughs> right. So quick fire questions before you go, Chris. We right. forgot to do them during the podcast. We'll do them to end with. So earliest memory as a Rovers fan. Um, they did a scheme when. Um, when we were at primary school and it was I can't remember the name of it but it was three weeks like indoor football and three weeks on the computers yeah and I remember we only had two weeks of football which was a bit annoying but <laughs> I remember it actually led to my first game because we did they didn't tell us at the time but I remember when we were on the computers they said come up with an anti-racism like slogan or a poster or some, something along those lines yeah and mine was, I think it was make racism pay the penalty or something like that. And I remember they get like the, I'll say teacher coming round. <laughs> I remember him taking a bit of a shine to mine. I'm like, oh, I don't know if it's that good. And he was like, keep it. No, I don't know, keep it. And I know why now because afterwards he came up to us and gone, when that's going in program and you're going to get a ticket for, it was the Middlesbrough game about a week or so after. Yeah. So I've still got the program somewhere. They put all of our posters on there or all the winning posters on there and they told us to go out before the game uh, before players came out and they had I don't know if it was a flag I think it might have been a banner or a flag or something we had to walk around front end at Jack Walker and just back and forth back and forth a bit stupid <laughs> but um, we did that um, first game and because we had to sort ourselves out at the end of it I turned up 20 minutes late and we were a goal down um, <laughs> So that would go. My dad was sat there in top. He doesn't like football. He went because I was like 10 year old. Yeah. And he's like, so I get up there. Are you enjoying it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he no. doesn't enjoy football to begin with. <laughs> and um, I remember we went 3 0 down. Two guys got sent off. And we had to leave early because my dad had work. Yeah. And just as we were walking out of the stadium, literally like we stepped out of the doors. Yeah. And I overheard on the town, I go for Middlesbrough, Jimmy Floyd, Hasselbank. So we got beat 4 0, and I were like, I should have learned, really. Yeah, I should have learned that you're in for a life of pain yeah, and misery. Exactly, yeah, I think I should have known. But after that, I believe we had a meeting, not a meeting, but what are they called? You know where they have those, like, social events or whatever they are? Like, the club do them every season. Like, then, it's that Player of the Year award. Ah, oh, right, yeah, yeah. One of those, yeah. I think it was. And we end up seeing, and uh, we end up meeting Paul Gallagher. So I'll always like Gallagher, no matter who he plays for, because he was such a lovely bloke. Yeah. And we got a ticket for Bolton game as standard, and we were studying um, what it ends, Blackburn end it was. And uh, we got beat 1 0. I remember Juve diving to get the penalty. <laughs> and think, even a 10 year old, 11 year old, thinking, this guy's a little prick, I don't want him playing for us. And then when he came for us, yeah, you're like, get him back at shirt. So yeah, that's your earliest memory first game yeah um, favourite player of all time two guy favourite current player Bryson 
But yeah. also Braves and Dears. Yeah. <laughs> so. um, worst memory? How many are there? <laughs> the worst one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, rel- the um, I'm tempted to say the League One relegation just because it's it was a sickness. Because yeah, it was the lowest point, well. weren't it? Yeah, it was. But no, Premier League relegation because yeah. it was so toxic. So toxic. Yeah. It was a horrible season. Or a horrible defeat. It was. He should not be named in charge. Yeah. It's just. <laughs> Yeah, it was just horrible night as well when it was absolutely yeah, pissing down. Yeah, and that, yeah, that Wigan kit with like the dark blue and the bright. Or, I can like still picture Alcaraz in that kit now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're not like lime green. Yeah, like highlight of yellow, weren't it? The, the sleeves and the collar. Yeah, uh, my worst memory of Millwall at Ormond Cup. That was yeah. That that's got to be up there. Yeah. I would devastate. I stayed at Blackburn for about twenty minutes after that. I couldn't. Couldn't. I literally could not speak. Yeah, couldn't was, speak. Like, I can't like, speak. Choking on tears. Oh god. Um, just even. I remember that. Even though, like, yeah, there's the whole we should we should have got to Wembley that season. We were crap that season, but we should have got to Wembley. Yeah. But all it was was just ninety minutes of playing long ball to Danny Shitty. Yeah. Like peak Appleton wasn't it <laughs> so I, I, I was thinking about like the FA Cup this season like earlier today and like how we could you know potentially get to a quarter final or whatever and I was thinking about those two seasons 12-13 uh, uh, and 14-15 when we got to those two quarter finals against Millwall and Liverpool and it was just like the excitement because like, obviously oh. I was still young like, we're like 90 minutes away from Wembley like, yeah like, before the Liverpool replay, it were absolutely bouncing, weren't they? Yeah, like the whole yeah. the whole town was bouncing before it. I remember, it. Um, like, uh, like the idea was that like Gisted, like with his aerial threat, because 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 he'd been so good in the in the first game at Anfield, he was going to be like our main threat, and like he was injured like to start of the game, and he came on like after an hour, yeah. and the place absolutely rocked. Yeah, the, for bringing the sub on it, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's a, I remember that taking an absolute feeling like it were an absolute edge between the first game and the replay. Yeah, it were. Yeah, I'm it sure was. it were. I'm sure we had like three league games between yeah. it. There was there was some of the men that got pushed back, weren't there? Some because we had, like if we'd have won that game, we'd have played Aston Villa in the semi like five days later. It weren't like a massive gap between that and the semi. Yeah, no. Did Liverpool not have a Champions League game or something? Might so they couldn't do like the replay. Might have done. Or Europa League. I did not have Europa League semi against Dortmund, weren't it? Where Lovren scored in the last minute. That was a year after. I'm sure it was 2016. That. Well, anyway, that was my worst memory. Um, Favourite kit of all time? Um, that's not actually good because we had some decent ones. But Have we? Not reach the top. I'm I'm actually going to go that, that 05 06 home shirt. I know it wasn't like. The one with Lonsdale. Lonsdale, yeah. Not necessarily because of the kit, but because of what it represented. Yeah. I like that. Like you just associate that with Bellamy up front. Incredible scene. Reed in midfield. Yeah, yeah. really two guys. Savage. Yeah. And that, like Nelson at the back. Todd. Rovers back in Europe and all that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was when we were a proper side. Yeah. I like the away kit that year as well. The black one with the grey piping. I like that. I don't think anybody gives that enough love. I thought that was a really mm. nice kit. We've not had a black kit since. No. I don't think. I don't know. I we had the know. navy blue one with like the the blue and white stripes on the shoulder, but not right. an actual black kit. No, that and that's like all the rage at the minute. Everyone has a blackout yeah. kit, don't they? So and we've been saying like past few years, like, why don't we try like the blackout kit? Mm. Well, I mean, the marketing team are about ten years behind, aren't they? Probably, <laughs> when everyone's like moved on, they've gone back to like high vis kits. They'll yeah. probably bring out a black kit. Yeah. I remember that red one the year we went down. We're all right. Yeah, it was quite smart. The third one with the white collar. 
played um, what with the red and white, red and red stripes. Yeah, the Derby County goal. Yeah, they were all right. The Derby County goal. The twenty-seven passes. Could he play out Blackburn every every week? Yeah, no, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I seem to remember that kit for Mulgrew's goal at Newcastle. Yeah, we yeah. Them, yeah. It reminds me of Alex Marrow's handball. Oh. We're against we're at Huddersfield away. Derby. We're at Derby. Derby. Yeah, we're first not, game. I'm sure we give a penalty away at Huddersfield. We don't draw two two. We were two nil that. We were two nil up and we drew two two. Was he there at that point? I don't know. I'm happy. I remember Danny Murphy scored the penalty for us, so that were I, no. I tried my best to forget it. <laughs> no, no, no. I remember, that. We, he wasn't there at that point because I know my mate went down on pub coach, yeah. and um, he was. I see to remember he walking up about the time Murphy took the penalty because he was too busy drinking. Yeah, uh, but I mean it's Rovers, you got it. And um, <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, because I remember that was yeah. So Mara joined the year after. Because even my he were a weird one, Mara. Yeah, I, I know it's completely out of context. He were a fucking weird side. He were a good change room character. Apparently, Ben Marshall absolutely loved him. Like he were top blokes having change room, like naked wrestling and stuff in bars. And... I, I love like listening to like Marshall or like Graham talk yeah. about like the like shit as were like the the coil days and like yeah. talking about him in training. Like coil, coil, coil. Not bad for a wanker. Um, right, so that is us. Thanks very much for joining us, Chris. Well, um, I'm sure. Cheers, I'm sure everyone watching this knows Chris and follows him on Twitter already. So I don't need to. At Chris Martin underscore ninety three. Don't abuse me. <laughs> but if you see me at Blackman, then you can abuse him. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll see you again at the next away game. But for now, that's all from us. Bring on the FA Cup. Yeah. And then we'll be back. Who do, it's like ages to month we can get. I might wait. We might wait till after we can game. I don't know. It depends how well, depends how Saturday goes. Yeah. yeah. Be right. Well, I mean, yeah. we got to do something. If you, if you get a good draw, you know. Oh yeah, we get a good draw. Well, we'll wait till after Monday the draw. Well, we might have to play again. Oh, don't even. No, oh, let's not go there. Let's. Not, on that note, we'll go. Right. Cheers, Chris. Cheers, we'll guys. see you in a bit. See you later. Podcast Network.